0: Welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast, where we get real about the ups and downs of the human experience. And we use yogic philosophy and self study as our Bliss Tonic. I'm Michelle Anthony, yoga teacher, spiritual mentor, meditation advocate, and dancer, circus performer. Flow is flow is flow is flow. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. I'm Michelle Anthony and... Feeling so grateful today that you're taking some time out of your day to spend it with me and to work on yourself. So thank you so much for being here. I hope you get so much value out of today's episode uh, and you feel inspired to go take some quantum leaps into different realities and then solidify them. So before we get started, let's just take a second to ground everywhere that's touching the floor. Let it soften down into the earth beneath you. And then from that place of grounding, bring some extension through the spine. And then let some ease. Fill that nice length. (sighs) Inhale and feel expansion in the ribs. Exhale, soften the shoulders. Inhale, length in the neck. Exhale, soften any effort in the neck. And then inhale and exhale, soften the eyes, the jaw. We'll take one more breath and hold it in at the top. Feel this fullness filling you with vitality and exhale and welcome. I hope you feel a little bit more centered after that very short little practice. If you want more after today's episode, I am recording a separate um, guided meditation, which is just going to be so fire. I'm so excited um, to record that right after this. And it will be in regards to the topic that we're covering today, which is all about quantum jumping, quantum leaping, which is just another set way of saying that we're tapping into different parallel realities, all, uh, you know, there's infinite amount of parallel realities that are available to us. I don't want to say that they're all equally possible, but they are. Um, But I say that because in my experience diving into the Akashic records, you really start to see which timelines are maybe more probable based on the person's current trajectory. But there's always so many things that can influence the current trajectory that these probable timelines um, and probable future realities are always changing and always shifting and nothing is set in stone. We have free will. We have other people. We're not alone on this planet. There's a collective uh, reality that we're in, a collective shift that can happen. So there's a lot of influences when it comes to realities. So what I'm going to talk about today is about how to shift into an alternate reality and why we would do that, when we might want to do that, and then if you want to go a little deeper and go into the guided meditation after this, I'll share some details at the end of the episode about how to get access to that fun guided meditation where we're going to jump realities. So I guess start off sharing a little bit about my most recent experience jumping realities and then a little bit about, you know, what happens, why, what happens after that? Like, okay, I got to experience that reality and now what? And so I was sitting in the car and anybody who knows me or has a toddler, um, You know how intense a toddler's whining can be, um, where it just comes in and it feels like an attack on the nervous system, um, where it is very activating and it, can put you into flight, fight, or freeze in, like, one second, um, and it was actually a really beautiful moment of quantum jumping when, you know, my son, Riot, has been very, very whiny, he's been, his twos, which I don't know, I, I don't really like labels of, like, terrible twos, um, but if this is that, I get it, <laughs> I get it, and, um, he's just whining all the time for things. And I I get it, it's like uh, trying to explore his voice, getting his needs met. Um, He doesn't quite have all of the words or the ability to use those words when he's feeling emotional. Um, So I understand from a logical perspective, but when I'm in the moment, my nervous system is like, oh my God, like it freaks out. And so I know I'm not alone in this. (laughs) I know I'm not the only parent listening to this. And it might be something else for you. It might be like somebody who perpetually annoys you. It might be, um, you know, uh, uh, somebody who's unsupportive of you. Um, and so it could be really anything. A lot of times when we think about quantum jumping or switching realities or however you want to phrase it. I have also heard it, reality trans surfing. And we usually think of like manifestation, right? And sure, you can use manifestation. This is a tool for manifestation, but it can work for just really little things. And almost it's better to start that way because we have less resistance. Um, for anybody who was in the free up level master class that happened a couple weeks ago, we learned a little bit about, um the creation equation and why we have to kind of sometimes work on both sides if we want to make a massive leap or a massive change it doesn't have to be small, incremental. You know, we're always moving forward. It's not, that's not the way we um, manifest. That's not the way we heal. It's not linear. It's always the spiral of, oh, and we're coming back to this. Wow, I thought I was over it. Oh my God, I just made it overnight success. But really it's this accumulation of uh, all of our efforts and it is not linear because, we don't get to see the fruits of our actions in a certain amount of time. We do, we're not in charge of when the fruits of our actions um, are available to us. And so when we have this creation equation of like, let's just say shadow and desire, we can put energy into our desire. We can put energy into what we do want by, you know, focusing on it, by aligning ourselves with um, the version of us that would act. Act in a certain way that's in alignment with that manifestation, there's a lot we can do, you know, uh, but it's, it's so much more powerful when we also get access to the other side of the equation, which is the shadow. When we can start to look at the other side and reprogram our subconscious mind and start to transmute some of these um, sticking points for us, the moments when we're activated. And this is one way um, that... I just like had such a breakthrough with this whining phase of just being so activated that I'm unable to respond in a way that I think would maybe be helpful (laughs) for him. Um, And so it was such a beautiful moment. And he was whining in the car, and we were just like driving around trying to find um, I don't even know what. And I had a moment where I jumped into a different reality. Just in the car with Dan in a daily life. Um, This is my life lately. (laughs) And I love my family for being on this journey with me. Um, And it was a shift into a version of myself and of my physical body where my nervous system did not have the filter of baby whining as an activator. So what I saw or what I witnessed in this reality, this version of myself was I saw that this whining or this sensory stimulation, right? That in my mind now has like a lot of associations. It means I'm needed. It means, you know, like he might not stop, um, which is just the case lately. And so in this alternate reality, I could see this sensory stimulation like coming through and I visualized it kind of like instead of hitting my nervous system, I could see it like going through a like fence or grid where it just slid right through my nervous system and my nervous system did not activate because of it. And it's such a small thing, but in the moment when my body is my indicator, my body goes into this stress mode in response to this toddler whining, my body all of a sudden shut down the activation from the same stimulation that was happening. And I could just be totally at ease in that moment. I could be totally present and could give him what he needed. And it's, this is a skill that every parent I'm sure develops in their own way, (laughs) in their own way. Um, And if you haven't yet developed this, try quantum leaping. So how do we get into that new reality? Well, sometimes, honestly, and in this and in this case, it kind of felt a little bit like grace, like receiving this shift in reality. Um, however, there was intention behind it of, oh my God, like I can't handle this anymore. Um, and so what can I do about it? Like we're never, we are victims of certain situations We've been victimized, but we don't have to be the victim. And I know that is like, doesn't necessarily apply to a toddler. The toddler is not victimizing me, right? But our nervous system takes it that way. Oh, I need to respond um, in a flight fight or freeze um sort of way <laughs> or in my case a lot of times like it builds up till I feel like I need to scream and just like get it out of my system so setting the intention that you there's a version of you out there that has this whatever you want anything and the less um, resistance we have around it, the easier this is going to be. That's why picking something kind of like trivial of like my toddler whining, um, is so easy because, um, because I'm not really attached. Like he's not going to stop whining. And so I can't control that necessarily, but maybe he'll stop whining sooner if I am less reactive. And so setting the intention around, you know, the reality you want to jump into, what that means for you, who are you in that reality, and how does that change your physical body. And that's how you know if it is a reality, is if you feel that reality shift in your physical body. Because what we're doing when we're shifting on this more like scientific level, is we're programming the body-mind system to have a certain response, um, a desired response before or unrelated to the actual thing happening. And so maybe it'll smell the best way to describe it, but here we are. This is me doing my best. So basically the mind-body connection does not um, know whether something is actually happening now or if it's imagined and that our body mind can react in the same way whether we are responding to sensory stimulation of an event that's happening in real life or an imagined event we can cultivate a certain emotional state and because of that our brain can create a unique chemistry um, that's going to serve the body and in this case It is about letting this stimulation just flow through my nervous system without becoming activated. So I'd like you to consider what that is for you. What reality would you like to shift into? And and let it be a super small thing. Don't put a lot of weight behind it. The easier you can make this on yourself, the better, especially for this first time. Um, And then we have to reinforce it. And so to reinforce it, and this is the whole reason behind me creating this whole spiritual integration program is we have this spiral of healing. We always come back to the same shit. We're always revisiting the same lessons we thought we were over, but with less intensity. And so we have to keep coming back to this and in, um, in, in this process, we're not just building that new neural pathway where our brain is like, oh, um, toddler whining does not equal stress response. Huh. OK, that's something new. Let's um, create that wiring. It doesn't have to be that way. But because my, my nervous system is so smart and it is just trying to protect me and my brain has created this strong neural pathway of, oh, this sensory input means we do this. Or we re- re- react in this way. And so we have to reinforce those neural pathways. So I like bringing in like multiple perspectives. Like I love the woo. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about it. Um, but I like bringing in these other scientific perspectives that just reiterate, reinforce, validate um, these spiritual concepts. And so how do we reinforce that? Well, we By revisiting the vision, by revisiting the quantum jumping, by... Sitting with that intention and visualizing what that feels like to be in that reality. And the more work you can do to release your attachment from the other side of it, the faster this process is going to happen for you. And I want to say when we are doing this, it is so much more powerful to get yourself into a subconscious state. Um, And so, you know, whatever you can do to get into kind of a deeper state of relaxation um, is going to help you with this process. It's going to help you get out of the analytical mind and start to tap in the subconscious where we have these patterning, the subconscious patterning of this sensory response equals this or my current reality um, is this and it makes me feel this way. And so you're stuck in that pattern of thought and emotion, the thought and emotion loop, thought feeling loop. Okay, so. Uh, Let me know if you have any questions about this process. I want to know how it works for you. And if you want access to that uh, special guided meditation, there's going to be binaural beats underneath it. And we're going to do some process of getting kind of into a hypnotic state um, before we get into the quantum jumping. But if you want access to that guided meditation, you can send me a message. Um, The email is going to be linked in the show notes. Um, There's also going to be a direct link to that guided meditation. And I just want to say that if you are a Patreon supporter, Thank you so much. And you get this for free. Otherwise, it'll be available for $5 um, and you can keep it and listen to it as many times as you like. Um, And if you're a Patreon supporter, thank you so much. And you get it for free. I'll be uploading it to um, the Patreon shortly. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. I'm sending you so much love. Huge thank you to Kyle Piper for editing this podcast. And if you feel called to leave an honest review, You can click the star rating or write a review. And I thank you so much for doing that as it helps to increase our visibility for people like you. Have a wonderful day and I will see you next week.